0: Hello, friends, and welcome to episode 665 of the Juice Box Podcast. Today, we're going to be speaking with Leanne. She's an adult living with type 2 diabetes, and I am genuinely excited to bring you this conversation. I'm going to explain why after the music, but for now, I just need you to remember that nothing you hear on the Juicebox podcast should be considered advice, medical or otherwise. Always consult a physician before making any changes to your healthcare plan or becoming bold with insulin. If you're a U.S. resident who has type 1 diabetes or is the caregiver of someone with type 1, I need you to go to t1dexchange.org forward slash Juicebox and fill out their survey. That's all I need you to do. When you do this, you're going to be supporting people with type 1 diabetes, you'll be supporting the show, and you'll just be doing a good thing. The survey is completely anonymous, HIPAA compliant, and it's not hard. I mean, you take those little BuzzFeed quizzes. This is way easier, and it actually helps somebody. T1DExchange.org forward slash juicebox. This episode of the Juicebox podcast is sponsored by the Dexcom G6 Continuous Glucose Monitor. Learn more and find out if you're eligible for a free 10-day trial at dexcom.com forward slash juicebox. The podcast is also sponsored by Omnipod, makers of the Omnipod Dash, and they have a free trial that you also may be eligible for. Theirs is 30 days long. What? Omnipod.com forward slash juice box. Find out if you're eligible for that free 30-day trial of the Omnipod Dash. Okay, before we get started, let me just tell you that for a very long time, I've wondered and wondered about how to help people with type 2 diabetes. I've witnessed people with type 1 benefit from community and from this podcast, from the feeling that they're not alone from others being willing to share what works for them. And it's, uh, it's been life-changing for people with type 1. I've also seen plenty of entities try to start type 2 communities, and they never take off. I mean, I'm sure they're lovely for the people that find them, but they never get wide enough to, uh, to throw a net that can catch people and bring them in. After I've seen what this podcast has accomplished for type 1s and and how far it's traveled, and how willing the listeners have been to share it with doctors and friends and strangers online and anyone who they think it may help, I've come to believe that this is a special group of people, and I think we all know someone who has type 2 diabetes. So I'm going to start sharing stories of people living with type 2 diabetes. And I'm going to count on you the listener to try the episode even though it might not have anything to do with you. Maybe your kid or you have type 1 and I don't know, I'm just hoping you might you might dive in and and listen and and hear these people's stories and um and share them with others. Because I think this is how we build a valuable type 2 community. And I'm going to give it a try. So if you're up for helping, check out Leanne's story today and share it with someone who you know that has type 2 diabetes. I'm kicking off this series, which, by the way, I'm calling Type 2 Stories with Leanne because she was just delightful. And I had such a great time talking to her. And she shared what her life with type 2 is like. And there'll be another episode coming up soon with John. And hopefully, if you have type 2 diabetes, you might hear this and think, I'm going to add my voice to that as well. Please reach out. If you have type 2 and you want to be on the show, I want to talk to you. I want to hear everybody's stories. What it's like to live with type 2, the confusion, um, dieting, exercise, what it's like to talk to doctors, friends, family members, the whole thing. I want to weave a generous and rich tapestry so that others can understand what type two is like. And so that people living with type two may find, this is my hope, that they may find the commonality and the answers that they need to live better with type two. I'm
1: Leanne. I'm a type two diabetic. I've been Type 2 since, uh, well, I the first time was uh, gestational diabetes in 2006, and then I was diagnosed in 2009 with uh, diabetes.
0: Okay, so you've had type 2 for like a dozen years?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: All right. So you're definitely a type 2.
1: <laughs> yep, definitely. Yep. I've been tested. My daughter's type 1, so we did all the testing, and everything's uh, negative.
0: Okay. When when was your daughter diagnosed with type 1?
1: Um, August of last year.
0: Oh, recently. Yeah. At, at what age? 12. 12. Okay. Uh are you are you drowning a puppy? What's going on back there? I just heard a weird voice. <laughs> I'm drowning a
1: puppy. You are I, I <laughs> know it.
0: I just know it. <laughs> no, do you have a puppy? Yeah. Oh, what'd you yeah, get? Yeah, my
1: son, my grandson has a uh a little pug um for his uh emotional support animal.
0: Oh, no kidding. That's uh that's uh I mean, as long as he doesn't mess up the podcast, I don't care one way or the other. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so how old are you, now, Ian? I am 52 tomorrow. 52. You've had to- Oh, happy birthday. Thank you. Yeah, congratulations. Um, so, a dozen years since you're forty, type two. We'll probably get to your daughter at some point, but I want to really start with you. Um, what, how? I, I guess what, how, what do they say to you when you have diabetes when you're forty? Like, what kind of like direction do you get from a doctor? Is my question.
1: Well, they when I was pregnant, they put me on insulin. Um, I went straight to insulin Mm -hmm. and then after my daughter was born um, they tried the insulin with um, metformin and uh, glipizide and all kinds of all kinds of I mean I've been through the whole rigmarole of pills Mm -hmm. I was on a sliding scale of insulin so I took 10 units with every meal and um, it just wasn't working but they kept saying they kept saying that I was uh, non-compliant.
0: What does that mean? <laughs> did you ate more food than they gave you insulin for, or less food than you gave <laughs> insulin for?
1: It, I guess um, I I don't know. I did exactly what they said. They 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 always said to eat you know between sixty and eighty carbs per meal. Well, I thought that was kind of a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wasn't even eating that. I went very very low carb. I I actually did the 500 calorie diet for a while. Wow! Um, I lost 100 pounds and still insulin resi- resistant, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, I I went through their um, roller coaster ride for for 12 years.
0: Leon, did they call you non compliant for eating fewer carbs than they asked you for, to eat?
1: They just because my blood sugars would stay around five hundred.
0: Oh, okay. So you were eating oh no kidding. So yeah. you needed more insulin, not I needed a lot more. A lot, <laughs> a lot. <laughs> and they were like, just take a little bit of this with your dinner. And then when your blood sugars came back, they just figured you weren't taking the insulin at all, but you were. Right. I understand. Okay.
1: Or the or the pills. So but I was I was doing everything they told me to do and they they were, it was kind of like um, they were thinking that I couldn't be doing it because my blood sugars were still so high.
0: Hmm. I don't understand why somebody wouldn't believe you if you told them what you were doing. So, oh,
1: I don't know. I, I guess um, they figure you know type two. If you're really doing these things, then you shouldn't have any problem.
0: Yeah. Oh no, well, they weren't right about that. Uh, were you just seeing a regular general practitioner? Yes. Okay. Uh do you still see the same doctor?
1: No, no. I was diagnosed when I was living in Alaska. Um I was I was seeing my my uh the doctor that my mother saw for her diabetes.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> your Dr. Methuselah? Is that who you were saying? <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's uh Uh, you know, we, back then we did the best we could. We had, we had the, um, the intermediate, I call it insulin, you know, the cloudy stuff. You got to roll in your hands. Um, we did the best we could with what we had, you know, Mm -hmm. and there wasn't a whole lot of, and there's still not a whole lot of education around it. So
0: no, I know it's, it's one of the reasons I want to talk to some more people with type two to shine a light on the fact that I don't think. You guys are given very good information at all, uh, most of the time. You, and you said you lost a hundred pounds with your yep. with your shift in, and did that change your insulin needs? Nope. No. All right. <laughs> now let's be fair. I'm still a
1: one to four carb ratio. Let, uh,
0: let us be fair. Did you go from a thousand pounds to nine hundred pounds? <laughs> or, or... <laughs> no, 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 no. 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 Okay. I
1: I um I'm about one sixty five now. Wow. Um, I'm a firefighter, EMT, um, a home care aide and a CNA.
0: You're pretty active during the day then. I'm very active. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
1: And I have a little farm. All
0: right. Okay. Let's see. People share your details with me. We're never going to get the other stuff out, but what do you mean you have a little farm?
1: Um, well, we have, we have goats and chickens and horses and dogs and cats and Lizards and (laughs) (laughs) so I'm constantly repairing fences or feeding animals and mucking stalls, you know. So it's not like I'm sitting on my butt and lazy all day.
0: Yeah, no, you're busy and you're moving and you just right, you're just resistant to insulin. Um, very and your mother had type 2 as well. Yes, okay.
1: My mother, my sister, my grandmother
0: was there anything to take? Oh, really? Your mother, your sister, your grandma. So, everybody, is there anything? that they did that was successful that you were able to mimic or do you guys not even talk about it like how is it discussed
1: um well my my mother passed away in 2007 um from diabetes from complication of diabetes
0: okay what was the complication
1: my sister has kidney disease
0: um what was your mother's complication
1: uh, well, she went blind. She um, she ended up with kidney cancer, mm-hmm. and the treatment for kidney cancer just pretty much wiped her out.
0: Gotcha, and yeah, and now your sister has kidney disease. Uh huh. And this is from her diabetes as well. Yes. Okay. Um, are they as where they as active as you are?
1: No. <laughs> no. Okay. I don't think anybody in my family is as active as I am.
0: <laughs> There's no way to be as active as you are.
1: <laughs> well, well, so, I'm Like the Energizer Bunny, man.
0: <laughs> How would you describe living with type two? L- like, I mean, from a perspective of, I think, first, your information that you have, like, like your set of marching orders, instructions. It, what is that like?
1: Well, it's, there's pretty much, I mean, all the information that we were given is wrong. <laughs> if you ask me, it's all wrong.
0: Okay. Oh, so?
1: um, when my daughter was diagnosed, I threw out all my pills. I threw out everything and I started from scratch, um, Cause a light bulb, I, I was talking to the, uh, diabetes specialist. She said, well, you know more about all this than, than I do. And I was like, and that's when a light bulb went off and it was like, okay, we're going to start over. So I, um, I found my, my basil. Um, and then I started working on my insulin carb ratio and my sensitivity factors. And from there, uh, I went to the doctor, and she's like, "I don't know what you're doing, but you know, I mean, my A1C went from over 14 down to 5.6.
0: Over four No kidding. How? In how much time? In five months. And this was after you watched your daughter have type one. So what? Yep. Were you, what were you watching about the type one that made you think I could be doing this for myself?
1: Um. Well, it just made sense because you know I, I know how insulin works and and I knew um, I knew a lot more than I thought I knew because I was listening to what the doctors were saying. Here, take this. Here, do it like this. Do it like that. But until they started talking carb to insulin ratio and basal rates, that that's when the light bulb went off and I went, "We're doing this all wrong." Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, because no matter what I do, I'm insulin you know i'm
0: i'm it doesn't feel like you never have enough you never you never have enough insulin and you definitely most assuredly need it it's not just enough to take a pill right right so well how did you learn for your daughter like what was that process like she's diagnosed and then who teaches you how to take care of her
1: um nobody i mean you, the podcast i just started the <laughs> listening to the podcast
0: oh okay oh i thought maybe you got some like great information from a doctor and you started using it for yourself but
1: nope nope actually when when i had the meeting with the diabetes educator she said well you already know everything you need to know you just need to know how you know you need to apply it Mm -hmm. okay and that's when it dawned on me that you know, if, if I'm producing insulin, but I can't use it, what's the difference with her not producing insulin and needing it?
0: Yeah, nothing really. I mean, the, the end result is, is that you don't have insulin and you need it.
1: Right. Right. So, I mean, I might not go into ketoacidosis, but, um, or have lows without, you know, without insulin, but you know, she's, She's twelve and she needs insulin, and I thought I just thought, wow, you know, this makes sense that if I were to treat mine just like I treat hers, maybe we'll get somewhere.
0: Right. So, you, so now, are you using a basal insulin and a mealtime insulin?
1: I am actually right now looping with the pump with the Omnipod.
0: Okay. All right. Well, right, Leanne. Okay. All right. So. <laughs> You just basically were like, all right, everyone's got diabetes. Mine's going terribly. Then she gets it. Was there any fear there? Like when she got it, were you like, God, I can't even take care of my own. How am I going to take care of hers?
1: No, because, you know, that mom brain kicked in and said, all right, this, this has got to stop.
0: Gotcha. I got gotcha. So you. So you've i got to live okay.
1: a long time now, you know?
0: Right, right. I no. can't
1: die when I'm 55.
0: <laughs> well, at the very least. Yeah. Um. We, we need you to stay around and stay healthy when um so all right well how do you find the podcast
1: I actually joined another Facebook group um, and they somebody in there mentioned it and so that's where I went
0: okay all right and and so you went there you learned about the show went and checked out some episodes watched some people online talking about diabetes took it back applied it to your daughter and you, you were having. How long did it take you? You just said, but I, I forget the time frame. You got it. You got it down pretty quickly, right?
1: Yeah, um, she was diagnosed August twelfth, and by it was November uh, November seventh. My A one C was down to I think it was seven. And then in December or January, actually, I had it down to 5.6.
0: What about hers?
1: Hers went from 12.9 to 6.1.
0: No kidding. In a similar time frame. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Um, How would you describe your diet? Is it it still low calorie or is it low carb? Is it? pretty average.
1: It's pretty average. I mean, we mostly eat like farm to table type cuz, you know, we're 25 or so miles away from the nearest grocery store. Okay. Um but you know, we have we have bread, we have cookies. <laughs> <laughs> we we have the normal things. I've never been one to buy a lot of chips and high fat, high carb stuff anyway. Okay. So, so it's not, I mean, you know, not, we go out to eat once a week and we definitely load on carbs then.
0: Gotcha. But you're eating, like, like quite honestly, like vegetables, meat, things that you've raised yourself? Yes. Okay. Um, <clears throat> 25 miles from a grocery store. I am three miles from 25 grocery stores, I think. <laughs> I, just re- <laughs> I just realized, as you were saying it, I was like, there's no end to how many grocery stores I could get to within a couple of miles um are you just out in the um you're just in a more rural area
1: yes okay yes i we live um like i said 25 miles out from a small town
0: (laughs) (laughs) so you're, you're not 25 miles away from a big grocery store you're 25 miles away from just having access to anything well, yeah. 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 Oh, that's interesting. How do you like living uh like that? I mean, you were in Alaska prior, right? So you're used to being rural, but
1: Yeah, but in Alaska I lived right there in the university district. Oh, I see. I mean, I was right across the street from the hospital and the college, so oh,
0: you, you you were more um you were more near things in Alaska than you are now where you are. Right. Do you enjoy it?
1: Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, I don't like to be bothered. I don't like people nowadays
0: you don't want to be bothered by people i know i know what that feels like um is that scary um or like how do you get your insulin
1: um i drive to town
0: (laughs) somebody's not mailing it to you
1: no no i drive to town i don't trust the mail because we never know when we're gonna get it
0: oh it's it's not oh i see okay All right. And then are you and uh, your daughter using the same kind of insulin or using different kinds?
1: No, we use the same kind. I made sure um, I tried to keep us on the same kind just so that we don't run out and it's interchangeable.
0: Yeah, that's a good idea, actually. (laughs) Um,
1: So whatever she goes to, I'm going to go (laughs) to.
0: How were you able to get a doctor to prescribe an insulin pump for you?
1: Actually, I just called up Omnipod and I called my doctor and I said, you need to approve this because this is what I'm doing. And she said, okay. <laughs> <laughs> once once I started bringing my A1C down, she was like, whatever you want, man, whatever works.
0: Oh, okay. So you showed that you knew what you were doing and then she kind of got out of the way.
1: Yep. Right. Yep. She's like, she's asking me what what I need, what I what I want, what I need, because she... She doesn't know a whole lot about them.
0: Hmm. That's so. really something. I, I love that you just, you know, I've I've said before under my breath, maybe out loud a couple of times, just call the company, get a process started, and then just put the pressure on your doctor to just sign off on it. Um, yep. You know, for the people who are like, oh, my doctor says I have to wait a year, or whatever they say. Um, I and- wasn't.
1: I wasn't about to take any of that. You know, they say that you have to have your blood sugars under control before you can do anything but the way they're they're giving you the the instructions you're never going to have it under control like that Mm -hmm. you know i can't take 10 units for five carbs or 10 units for 60 carbs that makes no sense
0: so they they give you this this goal to get to and no instructions or tools on how to get to it, and then tell you if you get to the goal on your own, then we'll give you the thing you really need. Right. I, yeah. And there's no way that's going to happen. Right. Uh, it is an interesting situation. I do wonder what the thought, well, you know, sometimes you wonder what people are thinking, you, you find out they're not thinking anything. Um, but, you know, <laughs> I was just wondering, like, what the thought process was there for how do you how do you tell somebody, you know, I need you to jump over this wall and 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 then hide the ladder from them. Tell them the only way right. you know the only way they're allowed to breathe or eat is if they get over the wall. Um, it doesn't it doesn't really make any sense at all. It, it, actually, the, no. the entire thing doesn't make sense because I'm not saying like I, I I mean I hear your story and I'm excited for you that you found something that works. But I'm not even here saying like type two should just always be on insulin or always should be in an insulin pump. I'm saying that there's something that's going to work for everybody. It could be for some people it could just be diet and exercise. For some people it could be um, you know, uh, an oral medication and diet and exercise, or you know, maybe some people like you just need the insulin. It doesn't matter if you lose. I mean, my goodness, you know, almost half your body weight, and you know, it right. still didn't help you. So, I mean, well, um,
1: and, they, and they say on the average, if if you're pre-diabetic or just diagnosed with diabetes, if you lose on average thirty pounds, you you'll you can quote unquote reverse it. Well, that's not really true. Um,
0: for you. I mean,
1: you lost, well, you lost for, 30 pounds even three for times. A lot of, even for a lot of people, because they're still going to be insulin resistant when they eat carbs. Yeah. So you can eat a low carb diet. I mean, if you don't eat carbs, you won't need insulin.
0: Do you need your basil from the pump, whether you're eating or not?
1: I, yeah, my basil's running 24 seven. How much? I get like 84 units of basil a day right now.
0: Wow. No kidding. Are you using, um, like U 500 or something like that? Or are you? Using nope. A, you know? Nope.
1: I'm, I'm using the, um, just the 100. I tried to get the 200, but my insurance is really having a cow. They don't want to um, do that. <laughs> so instead of doing that, I just told my doctor to, I said, well, then just, uh, prescribe the Omnipod change every 24 hours.
0: Okay. And you, do you put a new pot on every day?
1: I don't. Um, I try to, to, cause I only eat usually one meal a day. Okay. I, I run on coffee. <laughs> and, and so um, I'm averaging about 125 units a day.
0: Okay. All right. So you're making it 18, 20 hours, something like that. Changing. Yeah. It. Yeah.
1: I'm, I'm making it usually about 36 hours. Oh,
0: 36. I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't know. I just did the math backwards there. Um, Okay. Well, yeah. You know, it's funny for some people who are like, oh, I can't believe I have to change my pump. You know, it won't, it won't last the whole time. Like it, it lasts as long as it lasts. You still don't have to give injections during all that time. Right. And you still get the benefit of the pump running your basal. And it's a, it's, 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 you don't even see that as a problem, right? You just see that as what needs to be.
1: Right. you know, and, and I like, you know, because I am looping, you know it it'll self adjust. So if my insulin needs go down, my pump's gonna fix it.
0: Mm. No kidding. Are you on the Autobolus <laughs> branch or on the um or on the, the Pete's branch that does the the, the bi basal?
1: I have the Autobolus branch too. Okay, or whatever that is. That's great. I have the option. I was doing it for a while.
0: Did you not need it? Do you not need the Autobolus thing?
1: um not usually i work it works pretty good like right now i'm running it you know 89 i run i don't get over 120 anymore ever
0: Hmm. unless
1: i'm really stressed or something
0: (laughs) really stressed what you mean like like a sheep ran away or something like that (laughs) (laughs)
1: like 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 a a teenager.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, oh! I see you got kids so together. And about. I'm biting
1: my tongue real hard. <laughs> I understand what you're saying.
0: Well, I mean, listen, if you're going to tell me you live on a small farm and you expect me to make fun of Canadians when they come on, then I got to, you know what I mean? I got to uh, equal time. Um, uh, how do you feel versus how you felt prior? H- has it any impact on your just your day to day life and energy and things? Oh, like
1: that? tons! I mean. Um, before if I if I was to clean my house I, I might have to lay down and sleep for two days, you know? I my whole body ached all the time. Mm-hmm. And once I once I got the insulin in me that I that my body needed, man, I, I have energy that just won't quit.
0: Good for you. No sh- oh I cursed. I didn't mean to curse. <laughs> I I'm so I'm so thrilled because um it, Leanne, I, I don't know if it comes to surprise to you or not, but it's incredibly difficult for me to get type twos to come on the podcast. Like it is not easy. I try and I try and it, there's just not many of them that are willing to do it. And I think it's because, well, well, why do you think it is?
1: I think it's because there's such a stigma and they're, they're so used to everybody judging
0: them. I gotcha. Okay. I, I um, always thought it was because they don't know what to talk about because I don't think anybody understands their type two. I, I think they're, well maybe you know the,
1: the, the question is do they have good control i mean or are they kind of floundering out there you know i mean i see well i was just responding to a post on your your page and it's um so many people just don't know what to do i know because they've been given bad information
0: or no information Or none. Yeah. Yeah. I just interviewed a guy the other day. I don't know when it'll come out, but he was interviewed or interviewed. He was diagnosed as a kid, like in his teens, and just no one helped him, you know? And he lived for so many years, not even understanding the simplest things about his diabetes and had a real horrible impact on his life. And, um,
1: right. I, I was fortunate that even with my blood sugars up between three and 500, I don't have any. Uh, Long-term effects. My kidneys are good. I don't have any neuropathy. I was starting to get neuropathy, and then it went away when my insulin
0: got adjusted. Leanne, did your daughter getting type one diabetes kind of save your life?
1: I think so. Yeah, that's. I tell her all the time, and she's like, "Well, we're buddies now." And I said, "In more ways than one." (laughs) But don't give her too much. I tell her all the time, you know, you you if it hadn't been for you being diagnosed, that I don't think I would have. Everything would have clicked.
0: Right. Yeah. Don't give her too much power though, or it'll go to her head. But I hear what you're saying. Like that's uh should be like, I did save your life. I'm not cleaning my room. Uh <laughs> <laughs> um Well that's you know it's so the really super interesting thing about talking to you is is that there's no discernible difference between your story and a type one story.
1: Right. Other than I don't, you know, like I said, we I won't go into keto acidosis
0: but sure yeah uh, your body's gonna hold off a little like hold it down to some degree right and and if you stop eating your blood sugar comes back down ish eventually i imagine
1: ish i um so what i had to do i mean even on my basil you know i was on she had me on like 30 units of basil i was still running over 300
0: Mm. yeah
1: um so i started uh titrating my basil up until my blood sugars in the morning were under 150. Okay. And I, I left it there for a little bit. And then I went down under a hundred and I left it there for a little bit. Then I went down to about 80.
0: <laughs> Leanne, you and I jive, right? You, you get me, don't you?
1: Yep. <laughs> yeah.
0: I could tell. <laughs> um, you, um, what's your total basil for a day? Cause I have a guess. 84. Here. 84. Wow, that is, but well, it must have taken some real nerve to get to that number, huh? Seriously, <laughs> like like you must have, it, it, you're a little ballsy doing that is what I'm saying. Like that's, that's well, it's well done. you know,
1: I wasn't, I wasn't dropping low, so let's go another new unit.
0: Yeah. Let's, go. let's go another unit. Let's
1: do another five.
0: Do it again, boys. Uh, <laughs> so you're like three and a half an hour-ish around there? Yep.
1: Yep, sometimes even more. I mean, it just kind of depends, you know, how loop works.
0: Right, right. Yeah, yeah, sometimes you'll see it jack up, right? Does it ever go away? Like, do you Uh, ever ever see it take your basil away?
1: For maybe 10 or 15 minutes, but not for very long.
0: Just looking for balance. It doesn't care. Right. You you never look like you're getting low to the algorithm.
1: See, like right now, I'm running 90 and my basil is 5.1
0: and your basal is 5.1. Gotcha. So it's seeing you try to go up and it's being aggressive with your basal holding you down. Yep. And do you see any difference between how you manage yourself and how you manage your daughter? If you're using insulin, you might want an insulin pump. If you might want an insulin pump, you definitely might want the Omnipod. How do you know? Well, you could try it with the free 30-day trial of the Omnipod Dash. Find out right now if you're eligible at omnipod.com forward slash juicebox. Now that I've been sure to tell you about the 30-day trial, I want to tell you some more things about the Omnipod. Like it's tubeless. You can swim with it, shower with it, jump in a lake with it, jump up and down with it, it's not connected to any tubing or any devices. You understand what I'm saying? Every other insulin pump that you can buy has a tube that comes off of it. So there's like it's inserted into your body in the infusion set. These are the other ones I'm talking about. And then tubing, tubing could be a foot long, two feet long, three feet long, a lot of tubing. You're hiding it in your clothes, etc. And then it's connected to the insulin pump. And then that's where the insulin goes. You pick that up to push buttons on it and stuff like that. You clip that on your belt or stick it in your bra. You, you see what could be happening here. Omnipod, not like that at all. Omnipod is a little pod. It has everything you need inside of it. When you need to talk to it, you have a handheld controller that is not attached to it. It works through the magic, whatever, you know, uh, technology. Like you, you know how you can touch something like a remote control and then on the other, like your TV moves? Same thing with the Omnipod, you pick up the PDM, the personal diabetes manager, you tell it like, I'm having uh, 43 carbs, PDM, push button, and uh, bing, it's not magic, it's technology, but uh, it doesn't make a bing sound, but I think you're following along with what I'm saying, we're getting a little far away from the point now, Uh, the Omnipod is not attached to anything, right, it's just the pod that you wear, nothing else is attached to you, and you don't have to take it off to swim, or do any of the other things that you might have to remove these tube pumps for. Understand? Like adults, you know what I'm talking about, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And other things like that. For instance, soccer. Head over now to Omnipod.com forward slash and see if you're eligible for that free 30-day trial of the Omnipod Dash. And while you're in the mood to be on the internet and get stuff for free, how about a free 10-day trial of the Dexcom G6 Continuous Glucose Monitor? because you may be eligible for that as well. You know where you'd find out about that? At my link, Dexcom.com forward slash juicebox. By the way, the links to these sponsors and all of the sponsors are at juiceboxpodcast.com. And right there in the podcast player, there's like little show notes right there in the podcast player that you're listening in. If you can't remember Dexcom.com forward slash juicebox, which I think you probably could remember, but I digress. The Dexcom G6... It does some good stuff, baby. It shows you your blood sugar in the real time on your phone. I am picking up my phone now and swiping up. And I am going to tell you that Arden's blood sugar is 132. She gets a little bit of a rise from a late night snack. It seems steady, like it's not going to come down. And in a minute, I'm going to talk to her about maybe making another bolus. Not only can I see Arden's blood sugar, but up to nine other people could. At our house, it's just my wife and I. But you might want your aunt to also look, or your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your school nurse, or somebody like that. Anyway, you can choose up to 10 people to see your diabetes data if you want them to see it. And if you don't want them to see it, you don't have to show it to anybody. Dexcom also has alarms that you set to tell you when you are rising or falling or hitting a threshold that you want to know about. For us, we get an alarm when my daughter gets to 70 and 120. You could make your settings whatever you like. Maybe you heard that and think, ooh, that's a good safety precaution. You'd be right. Or maybe you heard that and thought, I probably could do better with my insulin if I knew when I was rising and falling. Like, you'd be right about that as well. There are a ton of ways to use the Dexcom G6 in your favor, and you're only going to find out about them when you go to dexcom.com forward slash and start to look into it. Honestly, the Dexcom and the Omnipod are great devices for anyone using insulin. I hope you check them out using my links. For full safety, risk information, and free trial terms and conditions for the Omnipod, you can visit omnipod.com forward slash juice box. All right, now let's get back to Leanne.
1: No.
0: It doesn't seem different to you.
1: No, I just jacked her basil up too.
0: Well, she's getting to that age, right? Just, like periods and things like that are probably here. She's getting ready.
1: She's getting and ready? I can tell because her blood sugars are creeping up for no reason. So I was like, oh, no, nope. <laughs> well,
0: you're not going to have any trouble with that. That'll look like a joke to you. You'll be like, huh, I just turn this up a little bit here and we'll be all set. Just, just, you know, her basal is not going to go up to three, right? I mean, probably.
1: Well, um, let me see. I got her follow right here. So she, she's right now at one point five, but just a little bit ago she was at like two point eight.
0: No kidding. So she's she's running the algorithm as well. Yep. Oh yeah. You guys are kicking ass. This is excellent. (laughs) Seriously.
1: I, I I was the guinea pig. I started. I got the the um. The Omnipod, I had, I had it both for her and for me within six weeks because mm-hmm. I wasn't taking no for an answer. Right. And her endocrinologist is like, whatever you want, because I think you know what you're doing. And I said, uh, cause she was in honeymoon and they wouldn't, they don't usually like people to have the pumps in honeymoon. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, so she's got a one to two fifty carb ratio give me the dang pump so that I can give her micro doses and keep her blood sugars lower. Yeah. And right. so they did. And so I tried it on me first. I started uh, November 2nd pumping and I started her on the 10th.
0: Again, you figured this all out in a very short amount of time. <laughs> Seriously. It's wonderful. It, it really is um, helpful to be able to practice on yourself. You think? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Take away from yeah. the fear. I,
1: I played around with it and I had a couple of pretty good lows before I okay, we know what that does.
0: <laughs> What's that? Do you ever see Apollo thirteen when um he puts this the piece of tape over top of a switch and just says no on it? <laughs> right. <laughs> I think it vented the capsule of its air or something like that. They were getting a little squirrely at the end, and uh, and uh, yep. I don't know if any of that's historically accurate. But Lovell looks at the guy and he's like, "What's that for?" And he's like, "You know, just in case." <laughs> so you know what switches not to throw anymore. Um, I'm, I'm I'm listen. We don't know each other, and you're an adult. I don't. know, You might be older than me, even. I have no idea. I guess. Uh, but I'm incredibly proud of you. This is this is really wonderful. I mean, I, I'm I'm loving hearing this.
1: Yeah, so I, you know, I like with my daughter. I don't mind, you know. And I, I see a lot of people. Oh my goodness, they're under a hundred at night. What do I do? I don't. My, I let my my daughter coast at seventy five, yeah, eighty, as long as she's steady, she's good.
0: Yeah, Arden had a great overnight last night. Um, it was super steady, and she was uh, she was kicking ass all night long. Actually, just. I mean, she tried to get a little low around three thirty, maybe, um, uh-huh. but the algorithm got in the way of that, and that was coming down from a correction. To be honest, she had a correction at like midnight, and um, it took about three and a half hours before it was a little too much, and then a da, and it was able to catch it. So, I mean, I agree with you. I think steady is steady, and steady at any number is, you know, is good. If you are not going to drop, then I'd like to be as close to normal as possible, right? You know, um, wow. I don't even think there's much to th- it say to you. You just, like, <laughs> you're like, you just took the podcast. You're like, I'll do all this. Don't worry, I did it. Now we're done. <laughs> let's get back to fixing the fence.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, let's rock and roll. If you're going to do something, you might as well go balls in, right? Yeah.
0: Why not? Did you try telling your um? <laughs> did you try telling your sister about this?
1: I did, um, and actually, she she told me she was in, um, I think it was stage two or three kidney disease. And I said, okay. She said, well, the doctor said she doesn't think it's reversible. I said, all right, this is what you're going to do. You're gonna you're gonna stop screwing around. I won't watch my mouth. You're gonna. <laughs> you're gonna stop screwing around before
0: you keep going before you keep going I want to point out that screwing around seemed like a watch your mouth but balls deep you were okay with
1: right (laughs) well well, I wasn't gonna say I wasn't gonna say screwing
0: (laughs) I love your line your line is very jagged right (laughs) I'm enjoying it I'm sorry you said to your sister
1: so I I I told her she needed to get back into her diabetes specialist and insist that they help her find a insulin to carb ratio mm-hmm. and a good basil because she was on five different, um, insulins.
0: Really? Like they just yeah. kept trying different Plus ones. Or she was, or she was using multiple kinds of insulin at the same time.
1: She was using like, uh, the weekly one, the once daily one then her long acting and then it was just it was crazy
0: sounds like her doctor did not know what to do at all just
1: kept throwing
0: things at her okay
1: she's got her blood sugars down to right around 130 that's great now but you know getting her to listen to a podcaster listen to me very well is kind of (laughs) hard
0: Did you tell her I was lovely and that she would enjoy it?
1: <laughs> she's just—I don't know. Don't you know, when about- she's when she's ready to take control, I guess she will. But you know, I'm not here to push anything on anybody. And of
0: course not. No, no, I, I'm not saying you should. I'm also, you know, it's just interesting. And I, I I'm not saying you're going to reverse her kidney disease, but I mean, even to slow things down or you know, stop right. stop progression would be a big deal. Um,
1: yeah. Well, you know, my dad had my stepdad. He had uh uh diabetes and he was on dialysis and I took care of him till he passed away too. Um it's it's hard to watch somebody go down that path.
0: Yeah. That sounds like you might stop the stop the circle in your family, I mean at least in your in your immediate family.
1: I'm really hoping.
0: Yeah. We we're, we're all not alive just to grow up and help somebody else die and then to be put in that situation for the next person you know like it would be nice if and 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 not unreasonable for people to live healthy lives and and finish up you know somewhat reasonably um you know what i mean like like uh like like you're meant to be like in a car accident or something like that <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just kidding i mean I'm like you know like a, <laughs> l- l- uh you know old on your i'm
1: i'm envisioning you know <laughs>
0: I'm just. This is my. This is my luck. I'd uh. I'd get myself together one way, and then a rock would just fall on my head. But um. But no. But seriously, <laughs> like we, you know, people deserve a shot at a, at a a longer, healthy life. You you know, your your end years shouldn't be, you know, helping someone else to pass gracefully, knowing that you're about to ask another person to do that for you, and um, you know, it's just terrible. Yeah.
1: Well, you know those in my family that have had diabetes ex- with the exception of my uncle, um, I guess I just found out my uncle had type one. Um, all I knew as a kid is he had this packet, this cool little case that he kept all his insulin and stuff in. But, um, I just recently found out it was type one. Cause I was like, Whoa, you know, no kidding. And that he lived to be like 84, but my My grandmother, my mother, none of, you know, my mother passed away at 66 and my grandmother was 72, but she had just gotten diabetes not too long. She was like in her sixties.
0: Right. So, yeah, that's too young. I mean, maybe back then, maybe a couple of generations ago. So, I mean, my grandmother died at 73. It's funny though. Like, I don't know about for you, but like I look at a picture of myself at my age now and a picture of like my, my father at 50 and he looks 75 to me when he was 50 and right. my, my grandmother passed at 72 or 73. And I mean, in my, in my mind's eye, she was much older. Um, right. So I know there's a little bit of benefit that goes on. She also worked much harder than I am ever going to work. You know, she grew up on a farm and, um, and you know, she had a different life. My father worked in a in a factory. I didn't have to do that for very long. I got out of there in my early twenties. So, um, but still, like I, I I get the idea. It's just I don't know. Like it just it just seems it seems reasonable that you should have been able to take these experiences that your extended family had, learn something from it, and improve, right? Like that doesn't sound crazy to do, and you did it. Like it's. Wonderful. I mean, I, would, I would hope. Well, I mean, it sounds like it to me. Do you Do you feel like it's going that way?
1: I I do because you know, like I said, I had a pretty good understanding of how insulin worked, but the way they were telling me to use it just never it never worked. It never worked for me
0: because you weren't using enough. Right. Right.
1: Because, like I said, I have a one to four carb ratio. And sometimes it's one to two.
0: <laughs> really? And, but you don't yeah. know, you, you won't know when, or it just kind of pops up and happens to you.
1: Yeah. So, and, and in that instance, you know, I watch it on the loop and I say, oh, well, we're going to crush that before it gets out of hand. <laughs>
0: <laughs> are you, um, are you Those running, forget. are you running your, your, your diabetes like a video game? Pretty much. I am. Yeah. <laughs>
1: score
0: <laughs> I have talked to a couple of people recently who um seem to put it oh seem to put it in that situation too uh Leah, give me a second please um I think Arden's in the, oh wait I got I got a hold of her she's in the shower maybe her blood sugar just dipped down and uh I was I was texting her for the last couple of minutes she wasn't answering me but she just answered me now so we're good um
1: that's funny my daughter and I both when we when we take a, a hot shower we go up
0: yeah, I hear it from everybody. You know, and you've heard me talk to Jenny about it. And Jenny's like, showers don't affect people's blood sugar. Like she's just, you know, like it's I think it's different for different people. Like it just Yeah. It really yeah. is.
1: Ours goes up and then our foot on the floor is we both drop.
0: No kidding. You wake up in the morning and get lower.
1: <laughs> yep. Interesting. I'll wake up, you know, um in the seventies, and by the time I get my feet down on the floor, I'm I'm my alarms are going off.
0: <laughs> what happens to uh, bedtime? We lay down in bed. Do you get higher or lower when you lay down? Nothing. Nothing happens at bedtime. Okay.
1: I just stay pretty steady
0: all night. Gotcha. That's interesting. Boy, the whole thing. My
1: daughter, my daughter sometimes will go a little higher, but, you know, a lot of hers are right now, are, I'm pretty sure, horm- hormones.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm dreading the day, but, you know.
0: Oh, uh, you know. <laughs> You're not gonna stop it. So um I know. Tell me a little bit about her being diagnosed. How what did you notice first?
1: Uh I noticed the frequent urination. And I called up her pediatrician. I said, I need to have her tested for diabetes. And she said, Oh, I'll bring her in. We'll just uh she's probably got a UTI. I said, I'm telling you, it's not a UTI, there's too much urine mm-hmm. and too often. So we went in, they tested her for a UTI nothing but they found ketones and then they did a a blood sugar and an a1c okay. and i knew right then so on the way home i stopped changed my plans for dinner because we were going to have more carbs for dinner and i did a low carb dinner because she her blood sugars are like 279 at that point, but her A1C was 12.9, so I was like, and she had ketones, so I was like, uh-uh, uh-uh. So I fed her low carb that night, and they called me back in the next morning and said, get her to uh,
0: the hospital. Hold on one second for me, Leanne, this never happens. What's up, Arden? Yeah? Go ahead. Well, you need to go take care of that right now. Hold on one second. Lynn, can you give me five minutes and I'll be right back? Yep. I'm going to stop the recording. So feel free to pick your nose. Nobody will know. Okay. Again, um, I'm sorry. I'm back. So this is so embarrassing. I'm just going to tell you. Um, (laughs) Things don't usually go like this around here. But uh, Arden, you know, her blood sugar was getting a little low. So at first I was just texting her and saying like, hey, you know, you need a juice. And uh, she taps on the door and she's wrapped in a towel. Um, her girlfriends and her are going to dinner tonight and she's trying to get ready and she's drinking a juice. She looks fine. I'm like, what's wrong? Like I'm recording. I'm pointing to my ears as if she can't see the giant headphones on me. And, um, she goes, where's mom? And I'm like, I, I don't know. <laughs> like, I like, I married your mom 25 years ago. Like she stopped telling me where she was going quite some time ago, you know? Like, so I'm like, um, and so I'm like, what's, so I finally said the she clearly whatever was bothering her she wasn't going to walk away and i i i uncover my ear and and i'm like what's happening and she's like the dog had an accident downstairs (laughs) which by the way Leanne never happens you like i mean just like never happens and i'm like well go take care of it she goes and she's looking at me holding a juice box wrapped in a towel she's like i can't and i'm like oh all right i'll go do it so like i'm downstairs like and all i can think of is like leanne's talking about mucking the stalls i'm like muck in my dining room you, you know what i mean like <sighs> oh my god I give oh, up. oh i love it i give up <laughs> it was hard it was hard i would have been back three minutes sooner but i was like i've got to scald my hands with hot water and soap before i go back upstairs <laughs> uh, oh, anyway my. i apologize that does not normally happen <laughs> that's quite all right i don't usually walk <laughs> we, away we understand those kind of emergencies i was gonna say like <laughs> a, a perfect day for this because because you're gonna just be like that's fine i don't mind it's a- <laughs> everybody else would be like <laughs> what happened i'm like yeah. <laughs> Uh anyway and i don't know what dog it was so there's two dogs and now i'm not sure which one's not feeling well but it's one of them oh no yeah, yeah.
1: oh i'm sure you'll find out soon enough.
0: oh sure it's a joy <laughs> Children, dogs—they're all great decisions I've made as an adult. Um, <laughs> anyway, so I was trying to Jesus. So, all right, let me try to get back on track here. Your, um, so your daughter's diagnosis uh, is like kind of like the the point where I'm interested. So, um she's when she's diagnosed you you're not getting much information for her either right like it's just sort of like your mdi at that point does anybody have a cgm or has anybody ever mentioned a cgm to you or anything uh
1: no um well she she was prescribed the cgm before we left the hospital um when i talked to the diabetes specialist actually she was asking me questions and I'm answering her everything, you know, that I've known. And she says, are you looking for a job? <laughs> and I said, well, I don't think I have the qualifications to be an, a diabetes education specialist. <laughs> <laughs> and, but she, she did say that they were opening up a new clinic closer to where I was and, and that I should really consider it.
0: Really? That's actually <laughs> awesome.
1: Jesus. But yet I could, but yet my diabetes is totally unmanaged.
0: <laughs> You're standing there right now. You know, you know, basically, boy, this is an insight, isn't it? You basically know about <laughs> 10 words because you have type two diabetes and she's like, you'd be a great person to help people around here.
1: <laughs> right.
0: Wow, boy, that's a, that's a sign. Well, of I was explaining
1: when, when the doctor walked in, I was explaining A1Cs to my daughter. Because you know, I know all of that. Mm-hmm. And I was I, I was even drawing it on the board, writing it on the board, and I said, if you have an A1C of 12.9, this means your blood sugars are averaging, you know. And if you want to get under a I said, well, what I said was you want to be around a, a six, then you need to get your blood sugars here. And he says, actually, we want them at seven. And I looked at him like, Have you lost your cotton pick in mine?
0: Well, you it's a- it's interesting. So you knew that much, but what was your A one C at that time? Like eleven something, right?
1: Um, no, mine was actually like, well, I don't know. It, at right then, I'm not sure what it was. Okay, but I had fluctuated. The lowest I'd ever gotten in, in uh, probably ten years, was a seven.
0: Okay, and, and, and when... I
1: knew how I felt at seven. I still felt like crap.
0: Right. How did you get to the seven? Was that just good luck, or is that, or is that a lot of restricted eating?
1: That was a lot of restricted eating. Okay. A lot. Okay. I mean, I did the HCG diet for goodness' sake. What is
0: that? H what?
1: Where you inject yourself with pregnancy hormones and only eat 500 calories a day with no carbs?
0: Leanne, who the hell are you? Wait a second. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was trying. I was desperate. Um. How did you like get a I hold said, of that? Like I said, you know, right, low I, carb and restrictive diet. I I lost hundred pounds,
0: but how did you get a hold of who? Did you buy this at a? Gym? Oh, you don't even want to know. I, oh, really? <laughs> so okay, but let's be serious for a second. So you're out there, like on some sort of a black market, trying to save, right? trying to save your own life somehow. Right. Yeah. Okay.
1: <laughs> well, because you know, my husband and I, we we've got six kids. And he passed away when my youngest, when my daughter that has type one, was five months old.
0: I was gonna say he passed away when he realized he was gonna have to pay for six kids. <laughs> That's what it got <laughs> that would have got me too. <laughs> <have> probably been... <laughs> okay and
1: then and then I adopted uh, two kids and I have custody of another one plus I have custody of my two grandsons. So
0: wait hold on. Um, six, seven, eight, is that ten? 11 11 did i lose count while you were talking there so i got six i
1: adopted two that's eight i have custody of my my cousin's child
0: oh nine and then the two grandchildren
1: and then my two grandchildren no kidding
0: what state do you live in can i ask this question washington washington state
1: yep i'm in washington now
0: okay all right um You and the 11 kids, the 17 dogs, the lizard and all the other stuff.
1: Right. Well, well, most of my kids are grown.
0: So it was nice of them to leave. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Do you, do you have like a line on the wall where you're like, listen, when you're this old, you got to get the hell out of here.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I just, I just sent, um, my 18 year old is, uh, attending UAA. Okay. Um, and then, um i have a i have a fifteen year old my twelve year old my eleven year old grandson my eight year old um, she's my daughter mm. but, and and my six year old grandson
0: are there any other medical issues with all those kids
1: no but i do have i'm gonna get i have the trial net that i'm gonna do for them because my my cousin's child my aunt her grandmother had type 1 diabetes okay. but she's not blood related to me so
0: you're just gonna check did you get those kits through me by any chance um i did oh send them back in i get credit for them when you send them back in. <laughs> i'm gonna send them back in <laughs> Thank you, i get everything through
1: you i do the i do the surveys through you <laughs>
0: I appreciate it. I mean, you know, we're joking around. Figured, I'm, I'm having a lot of fun here, but I basically like, I was a huge help to you, right?
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes. So okay. any, any way I can repay that, that's what I'm going to do.
0: Send me a guinea pig. I'm kidding. Do not send me a live animal. I just assumed <laughs> <you. laughs>
1: Well, you know, I got a funny story about guinea pigs, but you probably don't want to hear it.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Leanne, I might be up for anything you say. You don't know. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't sell yourself short you've said a lot here i've been intrigued by every second of it so far so don't 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 sell yourself short please um okay so so you're managing her they they're saying a seven for her and you're saying no i know that needs to be lower but then you go home and they do give you a dexcom going out the door
1: well well we went on vacation the day after i said you know um they released us on on Sunday. They wanted us to stay till Tuesday for the the, the education, mm-hmm. and I said, "Oh no, no, we're going on vacation Monday morning."
0: So you just up and with up. the
1: education or not?
0: Yeah, what'd you take with you? <laughs> needles, vials.
1: Yep, I took I took pins and extra needles and a vial, and here on we go. Way. Blood shirt, blood testing kit,
0: and you just went. Where'd you go on vacation?
1: Uh, we went to Silverwood Amusement Park.
0: To an amusement park. Oh, sounds fun. In Idaho? There's an amusement park. See, there you go. Now you surprise me. Now you got my East Coast um, snobbiness out of me. I was like, there's an amusement park in Idaho? Why would there be an amusement park? Meanwhile, why would there not be? But um, Idaho, to- so that's a bit of a trip. Did you drive that? Yep. Nice. All those kids. You put them in a horse trailer? I, with with the all car. the kids. <laughs> where, do they, um, where do they go in the car? <laughs>
1: I got a big car. Are they
0: like rolled up in a carpet on the roof? Or how do you how do you <laughs> handle that?
1: I threatened a couple of them to be uh ornaments on the hood. <laughs> <laughs> but we um we broke down on the side of the highway. I had to I had to repair my alternator right there. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> we got it we got a ride in the, on the back of a big O tow truck. It was a fun adventure.
0: I bet you it was. And I'm now looking at pictures of Silver Woods or silver wood Look at that. It's in Idaho. It's cool. There's trees around it and mountains. Yep. Yeah, I, I we,
1: we 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 rented a we went through the uh B and B and we rented a uh, campsite with a tent and everything.
0: That sounds like fun. Very yep. nice. And how did your daughter do um being diagnosed? Was it l- stressful on her or did she kind of roll with it?
1: What yeah, she just rolled with it. She said uh she said, Well, now I'm kind of like you. I said, well, kind of. Yeah. Um, she says, well, you got me, I got this.
0: Just like that. So she trusted you. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, I bet you that felt like a lot of pressure. Cause you were like, kid, I can't even take care of my own diabetes. It's <laughs> like, <hold on laughs> <a second. laughs>
1: like, I was, I was uh hell bent on, on taking care of hers correctly though. You yeah. know what I mean?
0: No, I understand. Well, and that's
1: when I realized, I mean, I realized right away um, I'd been struggling with mine for so many years that I was about to give up, just flat give up um, on management. And then I don't know something when they said she has type one, I went ding. Yeah,
0: I, not not giving up quite yet. Well, listen, you should never give up. You're raising eleven children, fifty three animals. Uh, you're a you're a <laughs> widow. And you can fix an alternator on the side of the road. I think, I don't think you should ever give up. To be perfectly honest, you might be the last person left when this whole thing goes to hell. Um, <laughs> it just, uh I mean, really, you, you, you sound very capable. And um I mean, if this doesn't prove it to you, I wouldn't know what would. I, I would think just raising those kids would make you think you could do anything. But um,
1: well, well, I mean, not not like give up in life. I mean, but I was just. Yeah,
0: no, I understand. Starting
1: to think that there was no, no treatment for me that was gonna work because right. I've tried everything.
0: Yeah. The and idea. I'm
1: not a big pill popper.
0: Yeah. No, the idea that just there's no answer, like this might just be my reality. Right. Yeah. I've got that kind of diabetes.
1: Yeah. yeah. And and I was, you know, thinking back, you know, you reflect back on your mom and your your stepdad and you see the crap that they went through, and it's like, Oh, I don't want to do
0: that no well you i mean your mom lost her sight your sister's kidneys are going like there's there's plenty for you to be scared of you know yeah is, is there any chance one of those 11 kids will name a kid scott can i just throw that out there now like try to get a like you said you'd do anything i don't really need you to do much but i, I would take a, a named child or a horse. <laughs> a horse i even. don't know
1: we might be able to convince one
0: <laughs> yeah you don't know uh, it's probably not gonna happen they're gonna have their own problems in life and they'd probably name it benner you think? I'll take that. That'd be a cool name. Dinner. Oh, cool. We'll roll with that then. I'll take it. <laughs> I think it's um interestingly enough because I'm adopted and my one brother has two stepchildren but none of his own. And my other brother has a daughter. The the I think the bloodline stops with me. My dad had a brother who didn't have kids and he had a sister. So I'm right, right? Like I'm like, they the my, yep. bro, yeah, it's gone. If my, if, if one of my brothers doesn't have a boy, that's that. Yep. Yeah. That's okay. I mean, I don't care. I don't think it matters one way or the other. I got to be honest with you, Leah. <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm not out here trying to keep this. Uh, I mean, it ain't so great. You know what I mean? <laughs> 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 I don't think the world's going to be, no, no offense to my brothers. Uh, they're wonderful people. But, uh, but I'm just saying, uh, it's, uh, you know. I don't think it's of super importance to keep the name going, but that's interesting. You know, my dad, uh, my dad's name, I've never said my dad's name on here before. Um, But my dad was, my dad basically had a girl's name. And because of that, he had a nickname. And his nickname was so, it was just the first three letters of his last name. Like people called him Ben, but his name was not Ben. And um, if if you and I sat here, it's two o'clock in the afternoon. If you and I sat here for the next seven hours, And I let you guess what my father's first name was. You'd never guess it. It literally was just it's one of those things like I'd look at my grandmother and think, like, what were they thinking? Is it It, Carol? No, that would have made sense even. (laughs) Do you want three more guesses? I'll give you three more guesses and I'll tell you. And I'm going to give you the first letter. It's L. The mind boggles. no idea. It, Lynn, right? Yeah. You're like, how could this be? It's a woman's name. It begins with L. Lynn. No, see? That's not even really a woman's name. That's a pretty androgynous name, right? Lynn? Lynn could be a man. My, yeah. dad, my dad's given name was Laverne.
1: Laverne?
0: How does that even happen?
1: I have no idea. That's like Sue.
0: Yeah. There's a boy named Sue. <laughs> exactly right. I didn't know we were going to do a... I know we were gonna do all country songs while we were sitting around together today. Uh, yeah, no, my father's name was Laverne. People called him Ben. So, um, and my mom not a big fan of his. So, <laughs> I couldn't name a kid Ben. That's for sure. And nobody was naming a kid Laverne. They they said kind with- weird that he, he wouldn't go by Vern. You know, I never even that's kind of weird. That. You're making sense. I don't know. All right, Lan. <laughs> Is there anything that we haven't talked about that we should have? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what, what made you do this? Just because I asked for type twos, right?
1: Well, yeah, I, I mean, it was kind of a impulsive, you know, that ADHD. Sure. Why not? And then it was like, oh, shit.
0: did you did you rethink it as time was passing?
1: <laughs> yep. I was like, oh, but then um talking to, you know, John.
0: On the board. Uh-huh. Who also has type two. He's coming on the show. Right. Right. Yeah.
1: Right. So then I was like, okay, we got this.
0: You can do it. Yeah. No, there's a small... Yeah. T- and ahead, just I'm seeing
1: people needing help, you know? I mean, it's I, it, it's a tough one because everybody wants to trust their doctors. And I don't trust doctors as far as I can throw them anymore.
0: Well, I mean, listen, if you get a good one, then you're, you're lucky, you know? And then you can. But if you start getting... I mean, if you're taking six different pills and injecting a bunch of stuff and your blood sugars, you know, your A1Cs and the 11s and your blood sugars are four and 500, I mean, somebody, somebody's not giving you the right answer. That's for sure. And that, well,
1: yeah, you know, well, I guess, I guess what I, what I really mean by that is when it comes to diabetes, it doesn't matter what type you are. If you don't take control of it, there's nothing the doctors can really do for you. You know I mean? They don't know you. Everybody is different.
0: Yeah. Now that's that, honestly. And is, they
1: just go by protocol.
0: That is the most insightful thing anyone said on here in a while. You're 100% right. Really. Um, you have to do this for yourself. And you have to take, I mean, common sense, I think, is of the utmost importance. You, you can't just fall into like patterns where you say, well, this is what they told me and it's not working. So then it must just not work. Like it, it that can't be your answer. It's your health. Like at the end of bad, at the end of poor health is death. You, you, right. you know, like you can't. It's not like you're ignoring replacing a screen door on your house or a creaky board on a floor or something like that. You, you're not going to just start walking around it one day. Like you're gonna, you're gonna die. Like you were on your way to dying. You, you know, and you figured that out. Like in, and it's it's really interesting that you had the same exact kind of epiphany thing that I've heard so many people talk about on here, so many adult type ones who would have described their care as shaky maybe have a child or get married or have a child get diagnosed, and then they realize, oh, God, I have to stay here, and I'm not on the quick path to staying here. I'm on the quick path to leaving, and I I have to fix it. And it the same thing happened to you. It's 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 got nothing to do with diabetes or type one, it's a human thing. Like you, you were faced with an ultimatum that didn't have an escape plan. And you were just like, All right, well, I, I mean, I, I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not leaving, so I gotta do something. And I'll be damned. Like Leanne, with no training whatsoever and only a podcast under your arm, you're giving yourself three and a half units of insulin an hour as a type two in a basal. Like, that's a lot of, uh, yeah, you're laughing, but I, that's a lot of, it's a lot of common sense. It's a lot of caring about yourself. It's a lot of saying, I'm not going down without a fight. And that's that's all really important. You know, you need those things.
1: I don't do anything without fight. <laughs> well,
0: I mean, listen, I wouldn't have gone on that damn vacation after the kid got diagnosed. I would tell you that much. I'd have been like, look, kids, we are not going to Silverwood right now. I need a minute, well, <laughs> but you were like, "Let's go!" Uh, it's great. Uh, load up, load up.
1: I, I actually, I was in the hospital. I told my my 15 year old. I called home and I said, "Hey, um, little change of plans. I'm going to need you to pack all our bags for us. <laughs> Make sure we all have uh, swimming suits and and clothes to wear.
0: <laughs> and yeah, and so, when we get home, we're still doing this, you know. Uh, yeah, we hear- had
1: to buy hoodies. We had to. Buy-
0: but you hear but people talking when, about being afraid to go to college or, you know, uh, how's my son going to do this? How's my daughter going to do that? You were just like, well, oh, we'll do it. It'll be all right. And you just did, you know? Yep. A lot yep. Of well, attitude. I'm not going
1: to, I decided as soon as she was diagnosed and she was crying and she was like, I'll never be able to have this. And I said, listen, baby, you're going to be so sick of candy. You're not going to want it anymore.
0: Yeah. No, oh, no kidding. I've heard Arden be like, I don't want that. Please don't give me that. <laughs> like,
1: Yep, yep. Yeah. So we we actually don't use candy or anything like that to bring her blood sugars up anymore because she's so sick of it.
0: Yeah, I believe it. I really do.
1: And uh, so, you know, all we do is eat. Just have a meal. <laughs> or I'll text her, eat, snack.
0: Yeah. yeah, 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 no kidding. And she's doing okay. How much of it is she managing on her own?
1: Um, uh, Most of it. Good for her. I, I watch her follow up and uh i tell her you know if if i see her trending down and she's in school and not really paying attention i'll just shoot her a little text if she needs um just a little bump i'll say snack yeah but if she needs a full-fledged stop that low eat
0: good and that's it and that's how you guys are doing it that's really wonderful that's it
1: yeah, she, a matter of fact, she, uh, she went to spend Christmas vacation. She spent a whole week at her friend's house
0: by herself. Yep. All good. You didn't worry about her, but you watched her a little bit from a distance with a Dexcom follow. I have alarms. Yeah. <laughs> where are they set at, by the way, for her?
1: Um, let me check my other phone here.
0: And where do you set yours?
1: Mine? Well, you Oh, okay hold on so her settings i have her at at uh, 75 mm-hmm. for her low to alert me and then on the other app i on on one app and then on the other app i have her at 70. okay so i know the difference between the two yeah and then her high is 180 right now but we're Bumping that down
0: next week to 150. Good for you. That's excellent. And what do you do for yourself?
1: So my mine is set. Um I my correction range is 70 to 80. My suspend is 70. My basal rates are 84. Um,
0: yeah. And you don't get very high, you're saying anymore?
1: I don't get usually over 120.
0: That's excellent. Good for you. Wow. Yeah, Now they are going to make you work in that clinic.
1: Well, I don't, I, I'm not as aggressive with hers because she is, she has hormones going on and well, she's young. So and, 180 yeah. with hormones is pretty good. I think.
0: No, I, I, I do too. I also think she hasn't been doing it that long. Like you're talking like a professional here, but I mean, how long you've been at this really not that long. Right. Is she honeymooning? Do you think at all or no? Oh, she's done with that now. That, you, you did see it in the beginning? She was horribly bad. That's why I
1: pushed for the pump so bad. Right, right. Okay. Um, and then I got her on the pump. It's just been the last uh, last month that she quit.
0: With Honeymoon. Honeymoon. Okay. Is it getting Yeah. Worse and then stable? her needs
1: went doubled.
0: No kidding. Not quick. Yeah, that's what, be, That's what it's hard to, like, I people come to me all the time, like, it, it can't be, like, it was just this, and now it seems so much more, I'm like, eh, it can be, like, it just, it can happen, it can happen quietly and slowly, or it can happen quick and loud, you know, um, there's no saying how it's going to end if you have a honeymoon that you're, that you're living with.
1: Um, right, so, anyways. like, for instance, you know, like I said, she's, She's got hormones going on right now, and she's in range 97.5% of the time.
0: Yeah, that's great. You're doing terrific. Are you thinking about the um, Omnipod 5, or are you going to stick with the loop?
1: I'm going to stick with loop. I like the flexibility of it, Mm -hmm. the better control, the tighter control. Now, you know, I'm glad that they have the Omnipod 5 for, you know, if she goes off to college or whatever that will be an option for her. Or if something happens to me, that's an option for her.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, because you had to, did you, did you set that whole thing up yourself? Like download the, yep. yeah. Okay. No I, yep. I gotta be honest. I couldn't do it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was a challenge. I set that up. I set up night scout. I set up um, the loop follow. Mm-hmm. And then of course at school yesterday, she somehow reset her phone. And so she was stuck with her basil, and I just upped it yesterday. And so she was stuck with her basil, and I was like, the school called me, and I was I had just been there, drove 50 miles up to get my grandson because he was not feeling well, got back home, and had to drive back up there to get her. 50, and, but I, did you say 50 I miles? called him, I said, pull that pod off of her right now. <laughs>
0: It's gonna take you too long to get there. She took it off till you could get there, right? So she wouldn't be getting the extra insulin she didn't need, right? Interesting. But well, you're like a so, you're like MacGyver over there.
1: She got up to 154 before I got there. It took me about 25 minutes.
0: Okay. So put a new pump on. Put new settings with it.
1: Well, I had no. I had to bring her whole phone home
0: and um. Oh, reprogram it. Reprogram it wait those kids go to school 50 miles from your house
1: no they're 25 miles oh. out but well. I was in town yesterday when they called
0: oh and you were farther away when it happened I got it yeah all right I don't pretend to understand where you live it sounds like you live in the middle of a forest I somewhere. live
1: in a in a place called Hum Tulips
0: Washington wait a second <laughs> Don't go anywhere. I was about to say goodbye, but now it's not happening. Um, that's a real place. You didn't make that up. I'll be damned.
1: <laughs> that's a real place.
0: So <laughs> is there another meaning to hump tulips or do you live in tulips for Washington? What's going on?
1: <laughs> well, there's a couple of different meanings for hump tulips, but. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. I'll figure that. I'll figure that out later. <laughs> My God. I I can't thank you enough for doing this with me. I really appreciate you taking the time. Well, it was fun. No, oh, I had a great time. Are you kidding me? Fun. This is the best podcast I've ever done in my life. <laughs> I expect to be nominated for an award for this. <laughs> I don't know where, but I want it to happen. Um, I had a wonderful. You really are. You were just unexpectedly uh, delightful and insightful. I I um I didn't know what to expect. Um. I would like to have more conversations with type twos. And if they're listening, I want them to know that what I expect is that most of the conversation is going to be you saying, I don't know, you know, but I think, I think there's some value in hearing that other people don't know because, you know, then someone listening, whether they have type one or type two, uh, maybe they'll feel a little less uh, like a failure for not understanding, you know, and maybe that's the first step to kind of finding your, your balls and, and, and going for it, you know,
1: right. You know, it's, it's hard. It's, it's really hard when, when you, you do feel like a failure because you're doing everything they tell you to do and you're not getting anywhere. It's your, you're pedaling backwards because there's damage being done to your body. My doctor told me to just make sure my, my morning blood sugars were 150.
0: That was your goal.
1: That was the goal. Yep.
0: Yeah try not to die right away but you won't live too long but nah eh, what yep. are we going to do right that whole thing and
1: i just kept thinking who's going to take care of all these kids <laughs>
0: <laughs> no kidding i mean honestly <laughs> there's a lot of kids how how old, by the way how old are you 50 i'll be 52 tomorrow 52 tomorrow and how young is the youngest kid um 8 okay uh, yeah. All right. Well, you need to make it into your sixties at least just to get that one out of there. Right. Yeah. And for how about for you, by the way? Like you know, I'm sure there's things you'd like to do. A, a chief among them, not be aching just all day long and in pain from just cleaning the house and stuff like that. You deserve to live well.
1: Well, I, you know, I, I, my goal when I started having children, my goal was to be done and have all the kids out of the house by the time I was forty.
0: Tell <laughs> you that up so yeah yep yep <laughs> got, got that pretty wrong uh, yeah, well now
1: i'm going for 65 <laughs>
0: 65 i'm hoping to own something that i enjoy once before i die like that's how i think about it like i as all the money goes out the door for all the things for the kids every once in a while i'm like i wonder what i would have done with that money if they weren't here like would i've just saved it maybe that would have been nice or bought something nice or going on a vacation like i haven't been on a you said you went on a vacation i got jealous i was like oh <laughs> that sounds nice we
1: we go somewhere every just about every year you know what yeah. be it be it home to alaska or um you know i took them i took them on a six-week vacation to las vegas
0: you went to vegas what do you do in vegas for six weeks with kids
1: um well we we rented a house and had a pool and just hung out. Just hung out.
0: Damn, that sounds like the right idea. All right, Leanne. I'm doing that. <laughs> so just like <take> an Airbnb <laughs> or something? You just jumped in and why not? I'm no, kidding. Yeah, I'm thinking of things. I'm kind of crazy
1: like that though, you know.
0: Oh, listen, whatever kind of crazy you are is working fine. So you're you're okay. You know? That's amazing. All right, I'm gonna let you go. Uh thank you so much. Can you hold on for one second? Uh Uh-huh. Thanks. First, I want to thank Leanne for sharing her Type 2 story. I'd also like to thank Dexcom, makers of the Dexcom G6 Continuous Glucose Monitor, and Omnipod, makers of the Omnipod Dash. I'm also going to remind you to go to Dexcom.com forward slash juice box to learn more about the Dexcom G6 and check out that free 10-day trial possibility. While you're on the internet, you can also go to Omnipod.com forward slash juicebox. See about the possibility of their 30-day free trial of the Omnipod dash or just get started right now. Just jump in, baby. If you're using insulin, these devices are for you. The next time you see a type 2 story pop up on your feed, it will be with John, but we need more people to share their stories, so I need you to reach out. If you have a type 2 story that you want to tell, find me, okay? Go to juiceboxpodcast.com, and there's a link there where you can send me an email. I hope to hear from you. Don't forget, if you have type 1 diabetes and you're a U.S. resident, or you're the caregiver of a type 1 and a U.S. resident... You can go to t1dexchange.org forward slash juice right now. Take a survey that will take you fewer than 10 minutes that will help people living with type 1 diabetes and support the podcast and make you feel good because you're doing good stuff. And it does other stuff too. You'll read about it when you get to the link. t1dexchange.org forward slash juice Please subscribe and follow in the podcast app that you're listening in right now. That's all I've got for you. I'll be back very soon with another episode of the Juicebox podcast.